0: Welcome to it. Good afternoon, Bruce. How are you today? Healthy and alive. Yeah, doing well. That's good. That's good. Are you worried about the... How can I say this? Are you concerned about the the effects of man-made climate change on your life today?
1: Uh, Yes, but not
0: for the way the media says. Well, we have to act now. The time is of the essence. We don't
1: have time to wait. We don't have time to even think about it. We just have to do it. Uh, Agreed. But again, not for the same reasoning. But Mm -hmm. let's hear it. I'll I'll hear you out. Okay.
0: According to uh, the Guardian, I I just heard, uh, Bernie Sanders says that we have eight years before every major... If we do nothing. Now, of course, this is if we do nothing. We have eight years... Until all major U.S. cities are underwater, if we do nothing.
1: Yeah. So uh, yesterday, I, I went through and calculated basically how much ice uh, it would take by volume to equal out the four inches of water increase that NASA says we've had over the last what twenty-six years. So that amount of ice is about five hundred and fifty million cubic miles of ice. Is that all? To yeah, to put that in compare or, or to put that in perspective that is 5 inches of ice over the entire planet okay so 5 inches of ice over the entire planet to to equal out the 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 4 inches of water increase so uh-huh flooding cities like he's saying uh one of two things are gonna, is going to have to happen we're either going to have some crazy genius that's going to make a laser tractor beam that's going to pull the moon closer to the earth and cause tides to rise and thus, flood, or we're going to have a a large large case of steaming male bullvine excrement. Um, uh huh. And I I, I I vote for the latter there. Um, I don't know to cover an entire city. I I haven't figured out the um the number or or the amount of ice you would have to have, uh, or the volume of water that would be required to flood a city pick your city I, i i can't um i can't imagine it's anything uh anything less than probably uh a billion and a half cubic miles of of water well I mean, you triple it, that's 15 inches. So uh-huh.
0: it, it's amazing how they come up with like all these doomsday predictions. If you go to any of these mainstream media websites, right, like The Guardian or CNN, MSNBC, BBC, any of these these networks or and, you know, various European ones across the continent as well. And you look at the agenda here, man, it is like Armageddon with all this stuff. It is again. I, I even heard another one today. Because of man-made climate change, if we do nothing, the U.S. military is going to collapse within two decades.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, the, the whole flooding thing, I, I just can't. That one makes no sense. How is the military? I, They're just I, trying to go after doesn't. anything and everything that conservatives value. It's to, to everyth- try to get them
0: to jump on. Yes. And it's the, the flooding thing. I'm with you on that one. I don't know where that comes from. I really don't know where that comes from. And, and this argument well, that they... Works. Well, yeah. But th- this argument that they come at you with, oh, the uh, the polar ice caps are melting. Do you? <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. Do you know that ice expands in the winter and shrinks in the summer? I'm just I'm just saying, right? Mm-hmm. That that's called common sense, right? I'm just putting that out
1: there. Yeah. The, there's there's also a, a, a little known fact. Um, it, it's called water displacement. So whenever you have ice form on water, the water displaces as if the ice was actually water. So the levels don't change. (laughs) If you argue that point to somebody, tell them to do the most
0: simple thing. Take a glass, fill it with ice cubes, fill it with water all the way up to the top, all the way to the top, and then leave that glass alone and let all of that ice melt. So what what would happen then? What would you assume would happen? Well, the ice cubes would melt
1: and the glass would overflow, right? Yeah, that's what they're telling us. Yes. Uh -uh. And not only would it overflow, but it would overflow by like multiple glasses more. It's not possible.
0: You can even grab yourself a hairdryer, turn it on, you know, maximum heat and melt the ice. And it's not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to... That glass of water will not overflow a single millimeter at all because the water is already displaced. Now, it's the it's the ice caps we have on land... And it's the ice that we would have on land that would be the problem. The runoff would go into the rivers and the streams and would go into the ocean. And of course, that would create a little bit of a problem. But that's not a problem we're having. And also, you can see that problem. You can see that problem. It wouldn't even
1: cause a problem. 550 million cubic miles of ice is what it takes to raise four inches. Four inches. Well, Bruce, there is not five hundred and fifty. It's, uh, it's going to be one hundred and fifty
0: meters. It's the. That, it's going to be one hundred and fifty meters. That's that's how much the sea level's going to rise. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But. They can't. But see, that's the thing. They never even talk about the fact that the uh, the ice that we have on land, right? The ice caps, the glaciers we have on land. They they never talk about that because people can actually go and see those things. They're banking on the fact that you're not going to go to Antarctica and take a look at what's going on down there. Very few people actually do that. Why is it they never talk about the North Pole? Why why don't they talk about the North like the, the polar ice cap up north? They always talk about Antarctica. Why not the one in the north?
1: Why? Uh, Because Antarctica actually has a lot of landmass that the the ice is on the landmass, whereas the North Pole, I don't think has as much landmass and as much ice on the landmass. So it's kind of a, I don't know, it fits their narrative more, if you will.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And and I'll bet
0: you there's probably more glacial melting activity at the Southern, at
1: at the South Pole. Because they actually have a lot of caves and whatnot in the South Pole because of warm waters, Uh, not just vents on the ocean floor, but also warm waters like the... um, Currents, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's
0: um, well, no, that's what I say. There's more activity going on, so they mm-hmm. can go down there with the cameras and set them up for a week or two and see this giant, massive piece of a glacier coming off, flopping over into the ocean, which is normal. But they'll say, "Yeah, oh,
1: you see, that's man-made climate change." You're not going to catch that up north, are you? No, not not like that. And the thing is, you'll get icebergs up north. Yeah, that's barely any ice. <laughs> let's say it's a it's a shelf ice shelf 50 feet tall right and it breaks off do you know how small of a drop in a bucket that is of 550 million cubic miles miles of ice it's a lot of or, ice. Or, or or i mean <clears> that you're 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 not okay, going to see that quick, level of ice quick question you're on yeah, like, that.
0: what did you down. just say 550 million cubic mi- cubic miles Okay, so that's five hundred. Well, no, it would be altogether. It's five hundred and fifty million altogether. Okay, so five hundred. All right, so five hundred and fifty million cubic miles. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is the like? How do we know how much ice is
1: actually in Antarctica? Do we know that? Don't have that number, but again, if for you to have that much ice, to 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 have that much ice on the Earth's surface, the Earth's surface is one hundred and ninety seven, one hundred ninety two million miles, roughly you're 550 million, right? Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Let me, let me correct that. 550 million cubic miles of water. Okay. If you were to turn that into ice, it's about 584 million uh, cubic miles. So just a slight caveat there, because when you freeze water, you know, once you get water to uh, the point of almost freezing, it's at the densest state it it is naturally at, right? Just sitting. And then when you add, uh, or, you know, when it converts into ice, it's about 1.06 gallons of ice. So it it basically takes up a little bit more space than uh, an actual gallon of water at near freezing temperature. So all that said, it would take 583 to 584 million cubic miles of ice to equal the um, four inches that nasa says we've increased over 26 years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see here's another barn burner
0: headline you ready for this one listen to this climate crisis hits worst case scenario levels environmental agency head says sir james bevan uh, this is a uk guy says extreme flooding in the uk indicates urgent need for change if humanity is to survive see because there was a flood in the UK. They have to make global changes if humanity is going to survive. Do you know what would happen if the UK didn't have, I wish Marty was in here, if the UK didn't have their drainage systems, if they didn't have that, do you know what the UK would be? It would be a swampland. That's what it would be. They've built their infrastructure to support this stuff. Sometimes infrastructure gets overwhelmed when you have excessive rainfall. That happens. Or excessive snow, snowfall and it melts. You get flooding. Believe me, I grew up on the Ohio River, I understand how flooding works. I get it. We would see floods, uh, I mean, to the level, which weren't as bad, by the way, I I might add, which weren't as bad as what they used to be. I remember seeing uh, floods from like back in the 30s. This is before we had like locks and dams where we could actually control it, where the water level would come up so high that it would flood out all of the town, all of it. That was back in the 30s. No one was arguing man-made climate change back then.
1: When you take, okay. okay. This is this is where I may have made my goof. It was squared, right? The the mm-hmm. the area was squared. Mm-hmm. I just increased it by the four inches that it was right. needing, uh-huh. so that when made it cubed, right? right. That should yeah. make it cubed, okay? Sure. Okay, so then I didn't do my calculation wrong. Then that's accurate because I, I'm I'm looking at this going. There's ten percent of the Earth's surface covered in ice. Ten percent. That's including glaciers. That's including uh, ice caps. So it's both ice on land and on sea. That's 5.8 million square miles. But there's, there's a river that flooded in the UK. We have to make serious changes or humanity won't survive. Um, 10%, okay, of four inches. That's how much it'll increase if all the ice on the planet melts. So what is that? Fourth of an inch? That sounds about right. Something like... Uh, tw-
0: no, it would be... So let me ask you this, right? In, in a nutshell, I understand you're doing figures and you're doing st- stats and all that stuff. I mean, that's what you do. Let me ask you this. Are we mm-hmm. in immediate danger and we're at worst case scenario like this catastrophist, quite frankly, is is saying?
1: Um, well, immediate danger. How soon is immediate? Uh, well, he, he says that um,
0: this is a warning, of course, th- this is a warning. Uh, he says this is not science fiction. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He said that in recent years, several of the reasonable worst case scenarios had happened in the UK uh, with more extreme weather and flooding. And he urged politicians to take actions to reduce emissions and to adapt the inevitable impacts of
1: the climate emergency. OK, so so if if uh, by we're in imminent danger, if they mean within the next three to four billion years, yes. Uh, but if you're meaning within the next nine years. Yeah. Um, well, John Kerry said, "We're out of time." Actually, I would I would say yes. We're also in danger, but not from climate change. From the people that are pushing climate change, ESGs. I global, agree. You know, the great I agree. Reset, you know, all that. I agree. That's where yeah. our danger is. Yep, I agree. All right. Speaking of being in danger, let's talk about what I, I'm still sorry. I'm still trying to wrap my head around oh, all those can't, figures and can't numbers. Get over and you I'm just like, it. how has science been allowed? Scientists, how have they been allowed? Why have they been allowed? To push this narrative that we're going to have flooding across the entire planet if we don't, the numbers don't add up. I it just I'm baffled that any scientist, anyone that cares about science, would push this narrative. I am so flabbergasted now. I knew it was bad before we we I did all the numbers and stuff, but it was kind of like it was kind of like my uh, here recently the difference between men and women testosterone levels. I knew there was a difference. I didn't realize the difference was a, a factor of 10 in some cases. Yeah, but you Same could attribute it.
0: Yeah, you, you could attribute it in the before you ran the numbers. You could attribute it to being like, OK, yeah, these are a bunch of hyperbolic people. But you didn't realize how yeah. bad it actually was. Yeah, I didn't realize how hyperbolic it really was. Yeah. OK, so speaking anyway, of sorry. being. No, you're fine. You're fine. Speaking of being in danger, you, you're just so particular about things. sometimes. But speaking of being in danger, let's talk about Joe Biden. Are we in danger because Joe Biden's in the Oval Office? Do you think so? Do you think we're in danger from Joe Biden being in the in the oval office? That's a good question.
1: Um yes and no. Yes um because he's incompetent. Uh and I'm I'm directly referencing the fact that he's unaware of where he is. But no at the same time because no matter who's president, it's the same bureaucracy. So it, pretty much whatever would have happened if Trump was in office, more or less the same things would happen. Yeah. Uh the the same caveat is he wouldn't have done airstrikes, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, not immediately like Biden has done. And and basically dragging us back into war. Representative Matt Gates put out a tweet today. He says Biden has done President
0: Biden has done more airstrikes on Syria than he's had press conferences. Yeah, that's true. Because he hasn't actually done a press yeah, conference. He yet, hasn't done a press conference. He was gonna stand up there and take questions if they wanted him to. Right? If they wanted
1: to Oh right. Him to. Yeah. yeah, and they cut the feed. Yeah. yeah they, so, they so they clearly they didn't,
0: no, they, they didn't want him to take questions. But it wasn't yeah. the media. Have they disabled all the comments on the the YouTube channel, the White House YouTube channel? Are the comments still down? That's a good question. There were so many negative comments and so many down votes on the White House, the official White House YouTube channel that they actually disabled the comments so people couldn't criticize.
1: Let's see here. President Biden visits a small business. A small business? You mean there's one left in the US? Yeah. 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 Well, there's a President Biden visits a small business that has benefited from a Paycheck Protection Program loan. That was 43 minutes ago. Uh Uh-huh. And the comment section is disabled. Uh Uh-huh. And the up and down votes is um, thumbs up, 204. Thumbs down, 947. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there's a
0: new poll that's out that says that 50 percent of Americans say Biden is not physically or mentally fit for the presidency. Now, I know that this guy is a criminal and and all the rest of it. I mean, just take everything else out of it that he's been involved in, aside from the Ukraine thing. You could nail this guy just on the Ukraine deal, just on that. You talk about quid pro quo. This guy is quid pro quo when it comes to the Ukraine deal and his son. But really, I, I don't even care about that because there's really there's more involved with it than just Biden. Biden's just a small little inkling of what was actually going on in the Ukraine. The entire network that they set up over there is the bigger thing. You can go after Biden and his son and all that stuff with the, um, what was it, Burisma, the, the Burisma deal and everything. But really, you're not even getting the meat and potatoes of that situation. You're not even getting the whole picture. That's just a small little moot point that nobody even cares about. Well, but they make I mean, it. Some
1: of us care about. But so, yeah, some
0: of us yeah. care about it. I mean, that was a whole organized crime network that they set up over there. It was just if I were to have a chance to have a crack at that organization to put all those people away. Oh, 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 oh. that's a slam dunk. That That's a slam. Dunk. That's a career case is what that is. That that would be that would be the
1: equivalent of uh uh going after like the the mob or something you know the families oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. The, the the stuff that they did over there you would be going after not only president obama the bidens but a lot of our bureaucracy both the here and in ukraine the Podestas, so, yep. all of them and it, it, the the trail there is pretty disgusting i i don't know bruce i disgusting is an
0: awful harsh word i quite like chalupas. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little pun mm. there. Yeah. Anyway, it is a pun. A new poll that's out that shows that. Okay, to that point, just before I before I get to the poll, to that point, my issue is is that whenever I've been involved in speak either speaking to a jury or being in a courtroom, and you see the jury being addressed by the prosecutors or the defense, any jury would look at this guy. If Joe Biden were ever to be put into a courtroom and put in front of a jury, any jury, at least ones that I've seen in criminal cases, organized crime cases, any any jury would look at this poor man and say, we know that he's a criminal. We know it. But there's no way that this guy, and I'm inclined to agree, there's no way that this guy is in any way, shape, or form mentally able to stand trial. There's no way. There,
1: there's no way. I, I hate to agree with you on that one because I really do think the stuff that they have done is pretty bad. Number one, we wouldn't find a, a court that would be willing to see the trial through anyway, even if Biden was coherent or let alone. I mean, Hunter Biden's still there. Yep. You, you still have Joe Biden's brother. He's, he's,
0: Hunter Biden is still doing deals
1: with the, the CCP, isn't he? he? He's still doing deals uh, with them. Supposedly, they sold uh, all his stake in a, whatever company he had. Oh, they sold last that. Okay. I, all right. Last I heard, though, he still had 10%. So So
0: he basically got out of, so he was doing more business with him, but he actually got out of it.
1: Mostly out of it. Yeah. He still has ties, but yeah. Um, Honestly, the other concern that we have as well is many in his administration are are either affiliated with weapons manufacturers or banking conglomerates. Was it BlackRock, I believe, that they're affiliated with? Anyway, there's other dirty dealings that we're going to see like, oh, I don't know, pulling us back into a war. Oh, wait, or how about trying to do COVID passes or, or something to do a digital currency? Oh. Um, didn't we just have Janet Yellen saying that she wanted to do a digital currency? Yeah, where'd she go? She mm-hmm. hasn't been around since she said that. Yeah. So well, she's working behind the scenes to make sure Americans oh, yes. money is safe and sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get to the poll.
0: A new poll shows that fifty percent of Americans are not confident that Joe Biden is physically and mentally up for the job of being president of the United States. Wherever would they get such an idea like that? The findings come from a March 9th Rasmussen report, which links the astoundingly low confidence in President Joe Biden to his lack of transparency with the media. He hasn't done a single press conference, I don't think. He hasn't. He gets up there, he does some speech somewhere from some office in the White or some room in the White House from a podium, and then the camera shuts off. That's it. And then, of course, all you get is, what's her name? Miss Circleback herself, uh, Jen Saki, up there in the uh, the thing. Hell, at least Trump would come out and speak at the podium. This guy can't even do it. They can't put this guy in front of, in front of the thing, can they? they? They can't put this guy in front of the media. There's no
1: way. He, okay, so it looks like he he did a I not even really a press conference, but he delivered a speech that was under 20 minutes long for uh, International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. He hasn't done a State of the Union. No. State of the Union is behind by uh, a few weeks. I was going to say, uh, we're, we're coming up on like a month Actually, behind it's on coming, this. One. coming up on in a month. Yeah. Yeah because it's usually february yeah you know eighth ish is when he Mm -hmm. does it so which okay we don't need
0: a state of the union to say that at this current time at this very moment we're screwed okay we don't need a state of the state of the union for that 52 percent of likely voters are concerned that he hasn't held a press conference including 32 percent who are very concerned the poll also found more than six weeks what's that What, what what's the demographic do you know Uh, they usually say that at the end. I'll I'll look. Okay, okay. Uh, more than six weeks since his inauguration, President Biden still hasn't held his first White House press conference, and half of voters are worried about his ability to do the job, Rasmussen summarizes. They don't list the demographic, which is unusual. That is unusual,
1: because that could easily be all Democrats. Yeah, because uh, if you would throw some Republicans in there, obviously their numbers are going to be even. Um, you know, going to skew right. numbers even more. Yeah, that that's unusual. But uh, I mean, if it's a, if
0: it's a Rasmussen poll, it should be up there on our website somewhere. I would assume. Uh, I, I was grabbing this out of somewhere else, but I, I usually, even if it's somewhere else, they uh, mm-hmm. they list the, the demographics at the bottom
1: of the poll. It was from today, yeah. Uh yes. He had. Uh, it's so funny. At January twenty sixth. Uh, President Trump in 2017, had a 59% approval rating. Okay. So this is 2017. Uh, same day, uh, Joe Biden had a 48% approval rating. Uh, but guys, this is this is the m- most voted for president in American history. The greatest turnout ever. Mm-hmm. And he had more a 48%. Popular than, more popular than Obama. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a 48% approval rating when Trump had a 59% approval rating. Mm-hmm. Moving right along here, Wyoming. They've
0: decided to jump onto the Texas bandwagon. Uh, Wyoming announces into lockdown and they lift the mask mandate. Uh, Governor Mark Gordon announced an end to numerous lockdown measures on Monday, including a statewide mask mandate. Oh, see, the states, they're not waiting to follow the federal guidelines. Isn't that what they, they said on Face the Nation to Dr. Fauci? They're not waiting. The states are not waiting to follow your guidelines, Dr. Fauci. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's, it's almost like we have a
1: federalist system, and the oh, states no. can do whatever the hell they want. No,
0: no. God, saying it so. Uh, Gordon, who is a Republican—oh, oh, goodness, he's a Republican— said that the mask mandate would be lifted and uh, and businesses such as restaurants, movie theaters, bars, and gyms would be allowed to open at full capacity on March 16th. Why are you waiting? What is the point of this, This we're going to do it next week, and uh, and we're going to do it uh, uh, two what, weeks from now? What happens? Oh.
1: What happens? Just—, just uh, yeah. Seven days. Okay, so um, a, a after he's he's done this release, right? So a week. Um, what happens if uh, we say uh, we see a COVID spike during that time period? Kind of gives them a little bit of a, a, a room to say, "You guys weren't masking up properly. It's your fault. We have to do this again." That's that's so you weren't following my directives. It's it. Uh, it's almost like that could um, be a narrative they use. I, I look at this as more of like a liability
0: thing. No one wants to stand up and take the fall if it goes wrong. That's what it is, is the politics are so polarized now that no one wants to take the hit
1: for the wrong decision. Well, I mean, uh, it, maybe, maybe, maybe you should have um, allowed people to make their own decisions. You know, maybe uh, they should have uh, self-governed. And then whose fault would it have been then? The individual person that made the decision.
0: Oh, Bruce, we can't do that. We can't do that. We have to have people like uh, Klaus Schwab making the decisions for everybody. They know better, right? They, they know better, which we'll get to that here shortly about what they're going to do to make sure that everybody stays safe. We'll get to that in a second. Do you think uh, he's
1: going get Neuralink? Who, Schwab? Yeah. I think Schwab is a Neuralink. No, no. I mean, do you think he'll get any cybernetic implants? Do you think I, these quote unquote elite will? I think that
0: that's what they're striving for for themselves, but they want a beta test at first. They need some guinea pigs first. I mean, that, that's what it's all about is these. And I know, I know this is going to sound crazy and conspiratorial, but believe me, this is what these people think, okay? They actually think that they are going to merge with Silicon and the AI and they're going to become gods. They actually believe this. They are not the first elites in world history to think that they are or are going to become gods. They are not the first ones. They just believe that with current technology, they're actually
1: going to be able to do it. Please do. Please do merge with machine. Please have those cybernetic implants.
0: Okay. Uh, Gordon's announcement follows similar moves made by Texas and Mississippi almost a year after such measures were put in place. Gordon is still leaving some pandemic measures on the table, such as the mask mandate on all elementary high elementary through high schools. Why? There has been no evidence from the start of this thing that schools are places of mass transmission. There's been no evidence to support that. None. That's been the areas where we've had the least amount of problems.
1: (laughs) And they're the least vulnerable in it. Like, they're the least likely to catch it, the least likely to transmit it, and the least likely to have any uh, complications from it. And yet, they're the ones that have to wear masks. They're the ones that aren't allowed to go, no, I'm sorry. These these politicians that are coming out now and are trying to do these masks, you know, remove the mask mandates and say, okay, we're going to start to reopen and stuff. It's all political. It's all political. If they truly believed in your rights your freedoms DeSantis South Dakota what's her um names right there Christy no no thank you use them as an example they never locked down they let you make your own decisions hmm. he still continued to uh urge the
0: citizens of Wyoming to wear face coverings in indoor public spaces and to follow the best practices adopted by any business they visit to slow the spread of the virus you shouldn't be
1: you should, this is Wyoming right you said yeah that's Wyoming Wyoming just To give people an idea, do you know how many people there are per square mile? I don't, but I know it's pretty sparsely populated. Six. Six people. Six people per square mile. And he's requiring a mask mandate in that location. When there's Florida, who does not have one, who is far more densely populated than Wyoming, and they are not seeing large increases in numbers and all that kind of stuff. They have one of the greatest, if not the greatest, population of elderly. In the nation, and they don't have mass mass deaths like New York, New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania. They didn't follow those policies, right? They actually tried to protect the elderly. No, Wyoming, open up. No mass mandates. These these mass mandates at at, at city level. I mean, as well, th- th- this is ridiculous. Honestly, just I I would say go and talk to your city council or your or your mayor or whatnot, but. Um, we we've seen that in the, in the past when, when people do that, a lot of these mayors and, and, um, city councils don't even really care. They think they're above you. So even if you present them with the facts and the statistics and numbers, I'm not even sure they'll listen. I mean, it it depends on the the location and everything. Basically what it's going to boil down to is you as the the people, the populace, you're going to have to open up your businesses. You're going to have to send your kids back to school. You're, You're going to have to just stand up and start opening up in those locations and mm-hmm. get 20 of your friends together and go to a Walmart or something without a mask. And all of you refuse at once not to wear one. Or I wouldn't Things recommend, like
0: I wouldn't recommend going to a bath and body works alone. Did you see the video? See
1: what happened to that woman? I did see that. Th- I did see that video. And that is all of you are fired. Number one, um, yeah. for, for doing that. Number two, the, the women though, they weren't the, the, the best of of American population, the the two women that were attacked no. there. The, but I want they, assault they the, charges on every last damn one of them. But I want assault charges on the on those uh,
0: employees. So. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But that's okay because you're going to be given some freedom if you just take one of these vaccines that are not approved but given authorization, right? If you just take one of these things, that's your ticket out, right? Now they're now that their narrative is collapsing. Now they're going to offer this other thing, right? And the new tool, make no mistake about it, the new thing, the new agenda is going to be the variants. You watch, you watch. That's what they're going to do. Vaccine passports offer freedom. Oh, well, here's your papers. You're free. Yeah. But you got to carry this little digital passport with you everywhere. And you got to take all these vaccines from from Bill Gates. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Now free
1: as long as you do what you're told. slave.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Now, these will also give you some mobility and you'll be able to access certain jobs. Well, that's that's great. That's great. If huh. you're if you're given one of these experimental things, then, yeah, you'll get certain jobs.
1: Huh. Uh, what does this sound like that we've been talking about for a couple of I, years now? It
0: almost sounds like a uh, like a social mm. credit score.
1: Almost. It almost. does almost yeah. sound like a social credit scoring yeah. system. Huh. Yeah.
0: This is coming from an uh, from a New York University medical ethics professor. Ethics. He's got a lot of nerve to be an ethics professor. He says that these are inevitable you're going to get them, whether you want them or not. And you're going to be happy about it. Coronavirus vaccine passports are coming to America. But don't worry. Now, this gentleman by the name of Arthur Kaplan, he, he told uh, Fareed Zakaria, he was on the CNN show there. He says that bearers of such documents will gain freedom, gain mobility and have access to certain jobs. And it's funny because uh, the segment that they started the, uh, on CNN started with uh, the scene from Casablanca where he says, may I see your papers? We've come full circle. Congratulations, all of you people that uh, that endorse all of this. We've come full circle. You claim to be against fascism. Well, congratulations. You've landed us right back into fascism. That's fantastic. I hope you're proud of yourselves. The host even narrated over the clip saying the demand to produce personal documents can be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. The man has the audacity to say it's uncomfortable. How about the fact that it's illegal, sir? But post-pandemic, it's something we'll all likely have to get more and more comfortable with. We could be asked to show proof we've had the shots in order to get on an airplane, which about 100 airlines are now on board with that one. Yet you know why they're on board with it? Because if they're not on board with it, they've been threatened to have their business licenses pulled and they'll no longer be allowed to operate. That's why. That's my guess. Because if you're not part of the agenda, you're canceled that simple. You can't do business. That's the idea, I guess, of a, a a fair world, a more just world, a more equal world. I guess that's in the eyes of the World Economic Forum. That's how it is. You also won't be able to go to a concert or go back to work. Zakaria asked the professor why the vaccine passports are the future. See, they don't even say whether or not it's a future you want. They're just telling you they're, they're just asking you why they are the future, not if they are the future, but why they are. And why should we be comfortable with it? The professor replied that he's sure that the future holds vaccine passports for us, partly to protect against the spread of COVID and and it rebounding. Yeah, see, the digital passports, that's going to stop a virus from rebounding. Yeah, sure. As for concerns about privacy of health data, the professor said that with a COVID certification, you're going to gain freedom you're going to gain mobility. And I'm going to suggest that you're probably going to be able to get certain jobs, especially within close-quartered environments such as cruise ships. He added that often the release of health information threatens to harm you. Oh, and it can't be a problem that every business and every government's now going to have access to all of your health data. That can't be a problem at all, can it? That can't be a problem that big tech's going to have access to all this stuff. That can't be a problem. In this case, being vaccinated threatens to benefit you. You see this? You see how they turn that back around? It threatens to benefit you. It goes in the other direction. After Zakaria brought up the inevitable inequality with respect to vaccine access and the reluctance of some people and communities to get vaccinated, the professor, the good professor, had the following to say, vaccine passports or even vaccine requirements do depend on access. It's hard to impose anything unless you are pretty sure that somebody can get a vaccine. Why would you even do this at all? So I think it'll be a little while before we see this, let's say within the U.S., but there are going to be communities and areas of the country where it starts to make sense due to high availability of the vaccine to say, you want to come back to work in person? You got to show me a vaccine certificate. You want to go in a bar or a restaurant? You got to show me a vaccine certificate. I think there will be some inequality in the U.S., but hopefully it will wash out quickly as the supplies increase very rapidly. And I think that they're going to. Yeah, see, they've already got all that stuff ready to go. They've already got it on chilled shelves ready for you. But see, the problem is no one's taking them. That's the problem. It also gives you an incentive to overcome vaccine hesitancy. If anything, this should increase your hesitancy when you hear scum like this out there talking about it. That should raise red flags all day long. I don't care who you are. If you promise them more mobility, He's, he's literally telling you what they're doing. He's literally, listen to this. If you promise them more mobility, more ability to get a job, more ability to get to travel, that's a very powerful incentive to actually achieve fuller vaccination, or in this case, control. I added or, the
1: control part. He didn't say control. I said control. Or social credit. I mean, that that's literally one of the things that we were talking about with social credit is literally this. You do as you're told. If you don't do as you're told, your score decreases. This is exactly what we're seeing with social credit. You do as you're told and you get benefits, right? Better education, better medical care, better jobs, better housing, you know, all those things. You get access to those things. Transportation, you know. Uh, But if you don't do as you're told, you don't get access to the better jobs, to the better education, to the better, huh. It's almost like education and jobs. Well, there's two of them so far. How about uh, you want to go and do things entertaining, right? Look at Israel right now. Israel is doing their, you want to go to the gym? Well, you got to have a vaccine. You want to go to the pool, the theater? You got to have a vaccine. Sorry. So basically, you're only allowed to work, eat, and that's it. If you don't get a vaccine. Question. Um, Yeah. What what are the long-term effects of taking this vaccine? Exactly
0: that. Yeah, that's my point. We don't know. Exactly. But yet they're going to try and mandate it on you? On top of that, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, if you were to ask any medical professional that is administering these things, ask them to tell you what's even in it. They can't even tell you. Do you know why they can't even tell you? Because the manufacturers themselves
1: don't even tell them. That's a problem. That's a real problem. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, these are the same people that were telling us if we masked up for uh, However long it was now, I, I don't even remember. They've gaslit us so many times now. I don't even know how long they were telling us to, to wear a mask. Um, these are the same people that told us to wear a mask and we would stop the spread, right? Fauci was saying if we got 80% of the popu- 70 to 80 percent of the population uh to wear a mask, we would kick it in two weeks or or so. Uh the CDC, this is on CDC's website. Okay. This is the um uh, association of state issued mass mandates and allowing on premises restaurant dining with county level COVID-19 case and death growth rates, United States, March 1st through December 31st of 2020. Well, uh, you when you get through all the, the, the nonsense that's in here and get to the actual data between March 1st and December 31st, state issued mass mandates applied in 73% of the nation. Okay. So there was mandates. They associated these mass mandates with a 0.5% decrease in COVID-19 growth rates. It's basically nothing. 0.5. And when you go over the entirety of it, over the 100-day period, over 100 days, um, it ended up being, it averaged out to a 0.7. You said this was December through March. March through December,
0: yeah. March through December. So it, Mm -hmm. it carried all the way through the spring and summer and into the fall and into the winter spring summer fall winter yep, yep. okay so, so it didn't take in accounts it didn't take in account the natural cold and flu season for obvious reasons but, i get well, why they it, didn't they, but they were listing covid as everything so right that's the other thing it, is they're literally listing covid as everything
1: yeah and uh, by the way they're saying the plus or minus on this one is 0. 0.02 percent. I think so the death rate's actually pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah, uh, the death rate among 70 plus is
0: actually even a higher percentage than that.
1: Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's the error rate in their in their calculation here. Uh, translation, they were BSing us the entire time and you were being gaslit. Now they expect us to take a vaccine that they're pushing on us. These are the same people that told us masks would, would curb this. And if you don't wear a mask, you're killing grandma. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Do you remember that sick um,
0: campaign that the UK government was pushing out with the yeah. NHS? The look into their yeah. eyes campaign. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. people, those people, the people that are
1: responsible for that, those people should be in handcuffs, brought up on charges. Yeah. Yeah. 0.5 percent, guys. 0.5 percent. this is This is absolutely ridiculous. This should infuriate the entirety of the United States, both left that. and right. More than that. That should well, infuriate I, yeah. the entire Western world. It should. Yeah. But I, I was referring to the United States because I was referencing yeah. CDC and that's US. But yeah. anyway, what I, I agree. Well, should, the, the entire Europeans, West. Yeah. The Europeans are
0: taking their cues
1: by what these idiots
0: over in the US are doing anyway. These these morons don't know what they're doing.
1: None of them. Yeah. Do. yeah. And honestly, when we, we've talked about it the entire time. When you looked at the uh, effectiveness of masks, the cloth masks have about a 10 uh, micron is what they'll stop. And then you get into the N95s, it's a 0.3 microns. Well, the virus is 0.01 microns. It doesn't stop it. So of course, this data is accurate. Of course, this is what they concluded. We've been saying this since what, April of last year? Mm-hmm. There was
0: no need to close down. No, no. No. There was no need to close. The whole November shutdown on the EU side of things, they literally just opened today. Literally. The, the EU's been shut down since November, since two days before the election. Do you have any idea... The businesses that have been hammered over here, the businesses got let, hung out to dry. Even the most diehard left wing people that I know over here are infuriated at what's happened and what is continuing to happen with all this. Because if you're a restaurant, you're still not allowed to open. That's still to remain closed with no plan. None. It's ridiculous. Why?
1: Um. Why again are uh, the people of the Western world? Why are you guys just? Yeah, OK. Uh, we'll, we'll take our lumps, please, sir. May I have another? Well,
0: the no. protest, the the protesters are are going on. They are, but the problem is, is that they're not protests. they're not getting any coverage. That's the other problem. We're seeing them on private media, you know, social media and all that stuff. We are monitoring that stuff. Yes, but the problem is is that they're not getting any coverage. The media's not even touching them. They're not even paying any mind to them because that will gain popularity with people, and that will cause people to want to join them or get behind them and support that. And you see how unpopular these governments and these groups like the World Economic Forum down in Davis, you see how unpopular they are online already, right? Look at their YouTube views and all the rest of it. Look at their Twitter uh, comments and, and votes and things like that. The World Economic Forum is actually pulling stuff down off of their Twitter account, their Twitter feed, because they get bashed on Twitter. And those are people that have been like, that's a platform that has had a lot of opposition already banned on it. So, These groups are horribly unpopular, but they're moving ahead. They don't care. They're never going to admit fault. They're always going to double down until you hold them accountable. Legally, lawfully accountable. That's the only way you're going to stop this, is if you hold them legally accountable. They've never been challenged, ever. That's the thing here. 70 years, they've been running around like criminals, and they've never been challenged on anything. And now they're going all the way with it because they can't kick that can down the road anymore. It's as far as it can go.
1: Yeah, because uh, heaven forbid uh, the people of the West allow the economies, the currencies that we have, the fiats that we have right now, to collapse, and they create a free market. Heaven forbid that happen. Oh God, no! We need a we need a more fair market. We we need a more need a more fair market. Yes, a more uh, a more, more inclusive
0: market. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh
0: huh.
1: Yeah. More equitable.
0: Market. Yes, yes, more more equitable. Yeah, and you you won't own anything in that market, and you'll be happy about that. Yeah, you'll be happy about that. Okay. Speaking of holding someone accountable and slapping handcuffs on somebody, no, it's not Governor Cuomo. It is Governor Gretchen Whitmer. We knew this might be the next target, as it should be, rightfully so.
1: So taking taking all the the nursing home deaths out of the picture, she denied a lot of FOIA requests, over a thousand FOIA requests. Was it that many? Yeah, I thought it was like 30 something. No, the the last number I heard was a a thousand and like six. Um, I'm sorry, that's illegal. Um, So that alone should she should be thrown in prison for that one. Um, She won't be thrown in prison. She'll be she'll be impeached and removed at the worst that they're not going to send her to prison. Whitmer could face criminal
0: charges over COVID deaths, a prosecutor says. County prosecutor in Michigan told a local news station on Monday, of course, it wasn't covered nationally or anything like that. No, we can't. We can't put that up there. That Governor Gretchen Whitmer could possibly face charges for her early handling of nursing homes and other long-term care facilities during the COVID pandemic. Peter Lucido, the Macomb County prosecutor, told WXYZ, (laughs) interesting call sign (laughs) for a... uh, for a news outlet there, that he ha- that he is limited in his own investigation into nursing home deaths, obviously, because the ca- once they expand the scope on that, that's going to go statewide and he doesn't have jurisdiction. So he's going to need the attorney general of the state to come on board with it. If he can get the attorney general on side and turn against the governor, well, you got a case on your hands, son. But if it is revealed that there was willful neglect of office I think we can pretty much chalk that one up to a given already, can't we? Or reckless endangerment of a person's life. I again, I think we can chalk that up, that one up to um, a given. Then there could be criminal charges.
1: I, I honestly, I think this is, um, I, I think this is murder too. I, I think we have intent in this one.
0: So yeah, that's an evil woman right there. I mean, I said that months ago. You saw that woman standing up there. I'm like, man, that's an evil woman. I wouldn't want to sit across the table. Well. I would want to sit across the table from her and give her (laughs) and give her an interview. I'm serious. I would want to interview her. I would want to know exactly what I would want to know exactly what drives her to be as criminally insane as she is. I mean, that's what I'd want to know. And that's what I would get to. Whitmer's office did not immediately respond for comment. To an after hours email, right? An after hours email, of course. Now I don't think they would have responded during an during a peak hours for a peak hour email.
1: That's that's okay, that's scummy, by the way. I news medias do that all the time. They're like, yeah. well, they didn't respond they didn't, you know, respond to, to this or emails yeah, but or whatever.
0: They, they sent it at like six thirty at night. It's like you can't do that. Yeah. You gotta send it between yeah, or like eight and four two in the morning or, or something. It's like, come on, guys. Her office, though, issued a statement to the local affiliate and called Lucido's comments. Shameful political attacks based in neither fact nor reality. Her office said that one of Lacido's former Republican colleagues admitted that they have not seen any evidence or testimony that says that a nursing home was forced to take someone against their will. By the way, this prosecutor is a former Republican state senator who uh, appealed to those in the state who may have lost loved ones to the virus who were in nursing homes to seek out information about the deaths. However, Uh, He said that HIPAA laws prevents his office from obtaining some patient information. Well, we just get these handy passports put in. That'll all be fixed because you can just scan the passport at that point in time. That'll be fine. Yeah. Her office went on to say that the administration's policies carefully tracked CDC guidance on nursing homes, and we prioritize testing of nursing home residents and staff to save lives. Uh, okay. if you followed the CDC guidance, well, then let's get the federal attorney general involved then, shall we? Let's look at the CDC. Let's put them under a microscope. If it was their policy, I I don't want the federal AG on this one because he's. Well, of not course, trip-worthy. of course, yeah. N- none of them are right. Are, are you kidding me? What, what's his name? The hell's his I name? I forget what his name is. He's the guy that did the that Merrick, Garland. Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland, that's yeah. He is oh, a stooge from the Obama administration, is all he is. Well, not just the Obama administration, he's oh, all, yeah. He's he's, he's been around for years. years, yeah, yeah. Early in the, about like Joe, yeah, Joe's been in mm-hmm. politics for 50, 50 years. That guy's been in there 50 years, and he's just now getting around to implementing these
1: policies, right? 50 years he's been in there. And it just so happens that he's contradicting the stances he had over the years. It's almost like he mm-hmm. has no principles and he's just a empty vessel. Yeah. Early in the pandemic, the state acted swiftly to create
0: a network of regional hubs with isolation units and adequate personal protective equipment to prevent the spread of COVID-19 within a facility. This is Governor Gretchen Whitmer's office. In addition, we have offered 100 percent of nursing home resident priority access to the vaccine. Oh, I'll bet you have. Both the former head of the AARP, as well as an independent University of Michigan study, praised our work to save lives in nursing homes. Fauci praised Cuomo's work. Oh, yeah. They got hit harder. the elderly. They got hit harder than anywhere else in the world. And they did it correctly. Isn't that what he said? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um... This is also audio. why I don't want Hold it to go on, I've got audio of that. that. That's mm-hmm. that's going to bother me. I got audio of that. Let's play that. Sure. We have a problem. We need to admit it and own it, but we've got to do the things that are very clear that we need to do to turn this around. Uh Remembering we can do it. We know that when you do it properly, you bring down those cases. Uh We've done it. We've done it in New York. New York got hit worse than any place in the world, and they did it correctly by doing the things that you're talking about. So, see. New York did it. They got hit harder than anywhere else in the world, and they did it correctly. Now, that's to, that to me sounds like
1: he's singing the praises of Governor Andrew Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Again, this is why I don't want the federal government involved, uh, because Fair point. Fauci is still there. They're going no, to run cover for him, so they're not going He's the gonna chief prosecute. medical
0: advisor, Bruce. He is the chief medical advisor. He knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and I fully Great. believe that, by the way. I believe he does know exactly what he's doing. Agreed. It's just not exactly what you guys are thinking. But see, now the uh, now the bigger agenda comes along, right? Now the new agenda is going to be variants, isn't it? We can already see the writing on the wall. This is out of the Atlantic just a couple of hours ago. We can now, listen to this headline, we can now see a virus mutate like never before. Yes, because viruses never mutate. Of course they don't. Now, now they're really going to hit you with another agenda because they're going to I told you on Face the Nation they said to Fauci mm-hmm. there's another New York strain so now they're going to they're going to pull on they're, they're going to hit that there's a California strain Then, of course they they're going to they're going to do the same agenda they're going to transplant what they did in the UK to the US that's what's going to happen they shut off what was going on in the UK with the media because they can't keep with the agenda all places simultaneously. So now they're having to isolate countries in the media and play the countries and the populations off against each other domestically. That's what they're doing. Now that's what they're going to do with the vaccine passports and uh, the masks and all the rest of it. They're going to shut off media access to other places and they're going to isolate you even further. So now you're going to be force-fed a steady diet of more propaganda in another form. And now they're going to tie you up with all these variants.
1: Yeah. Also, to your point about shutting you off, uh, kind of uh you know barricading you in blockading the federal government actually wrote some letters to um uh, cable companies, and we're like, Why are you guys still carrying fox news o a n why why are you guys still running them when they're propagators of um fake news, insinuating that if you don't remove them, then we will take action against you. So your other, you know, dissenting voices out there are going to uh be targeted, if you will. And uh do you think if you search COVID 19 or or any other topic on Google or Bing or any of these other, you know, search engines out there, it's some of them are good, but the 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 main ones are not. Where where do you think they're gonna point you? Well they're gonna point you into the direction of the sanctioned fact checkers.
0: Oh, yes. You know, like Newsweek and CNN and MSNBC, New York Times, Washington, New York Times. Post. New York Times yeah, the guys. certified fact checkers, yeah. New York Times. That's yeah. funny, right? That, that's a that's a newspaper outlet that said last week in an op ed piece, thinking critically is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. It is. Don't you, think. You, uh, I mean, yeah. You, you need other people telling you what to, what to do, because if you think critically for yourself, you might make a
0: mistake. Oh, uh, we're not allowed to make mistakes, but these these yahoos in government can make mistakes all day, every day, and that's fine. No, no. They didn't make a mistake. You didn't follow the directions. Oh, right, right. We're, we're all tied up in this mess because we didn't do what we were supposed to. That's right.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah see, we needed... of the United States to wear a mask, but only 73% of the states mandated it. Right. Okay. So
0: we're, yeah, it's our fault. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's our fault. We're out of time today, so we are going to have to go, but uh, fascinating as always. This week, I am really looking forward to this week. I just got off uh, the phone with another guy we're going to have on. We're going to have Carlos on again. He was on one of our break room podcasts. He was one, he's a DJ friend of mine from the UK. We're gonna have him on room one oh one this week. And I also spoke to Jason yesterday. He is going to be back as well. He will he will be our judge. Marty's already setting up uh, trying to get in contact with a couple other people, and we're going to have a really, really fun time uh, this Friday. It's be a full house. This this Saturday. Oh, it is gonna be a full house. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I had to actually turn down Mike actually contacted me today and he said, I need a laugh. Can I come in? And I said, We've already got like seven people, and you know how it is when we get more than five, it is a handful. Yeah. It is a handful. So I had I had to turn I had to turn it down. However, if there is an open slot that becomes available, it is his. I, I did assure him of that. So This week, if you are not signed up to us on our Telegram channel, you have got to get over there and you've got to get registered because you do not want to miss this podcast. This is going to be a great podcast. Uh, It's going to be funny. It's not going to be political or anything like that. It's going to be funny. It's going to be uh, entertaining. And and we're going to have a really great time with all this stuff. Get over to Telegram. Get signed up to it. uh, Get registered. Search for us when you get there. Search for Dynamic Independence. We're a public channel. We will pop right up. Click subscribe. And you will get all of our content that we put out here every day because we know podcasting censorship is coming down the road. And you'll also get the exclusive podcast that we put out once a week without all the censors and all the rest of it that we would normally you know, go through here. However, this week again it's going to be our room 101 special and it's going to be a lot of fun so yeah get signed up to us over there also if you'd like to reach out to us you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at tips at dynamicindependence.com and we would ask you to pass this along to friends family and known associates we are trying to grow here as much as possible but we do need your help in order to do that so if you could pass this along we would appreciate that we're available everywhere you get your podcasts also if you're rating podcasts if you can give us a rating at your earliest possible convenience we would appreciate that as well five stars be a plus thank you very much all right bruce thank you for being here today thank you to all the listeners everyone have a great evening